he was at a party looking pretty cool. You went to a party with Adrian Peterson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll table that for another day. Wow. I feel like I want to spend more time on this game. But... Uh, <laughs> What up? Welcome to Better Coverage. Hold up. Wait a minute. <sighs> right away, I can't get a saying. Between a rock and a hard place? That's right. Nailed that one, Again, right? Yeah, we'll give it to you. Okay, cool. So, basically, after our podcast yesterday or last week, I looked at all the picks and I was just like, I don't like it. I, re- I remember just looking and I was like, I don't, I don't really like it. And I didn't know what to do. I don't know if I should call you and be like, I want to change yeah. them. We couldn't go, like we couldn't re-record it. Um, but then I figured if, if we did change it, then all those would, it would go haywire anyway. So I was like, let's just stick with it. But then I like re-listened to the podcast and like the bears we, we did not like, we both were like, talking about we're like it's a london game we're not sure what their motivation will be and we were talking ourselves out of the bears and then we both said all right let's come back to it and then we just picked it um but having said that like all the other picks were fine realistically vikings was a win steelers was a tie which was frustrating because i i literally thought we had plus 3.5 yeah uh jags was a close one that they could have They could have had a backdoor. Minshew had like four Hail Mary options at the end, or not options. Um, he had like four Hail Marys at the end. That fumble at the 50-yard line was huge. And then it was like a four-point game the whole game. Like we were we were in that the whole time. And then don't even want to talk about the Titans. They missed four field goals. That one touchdown called back. Mariota yep. could have literally ran in. And then, I mean, not a bad play. Still threw it. But right when he threw it is one of those that, Crowd's going nuts, and I'm just sitting there like, that's that's not a touchdown. Yeah, I hear you. That's a little bit why I was like, eh, sort of. Um, I mean, to an extent, I guess I kind of felt that way, but I'm also a huge believer in think long, think wrong. Um, so it, it's definitely worth putting some thought together for every game. Um but once I make a decision, I typically stick with it. Right. Um, and I, I, I hate to go backwards on it. And then as far as like the overall performance, like my personal, our co-entry went one three and one. My personal pick went oh four and one. I think it's just important long term not to chase losses and things like that, and not to flip every single thing that you were do that you were doing. Uh, basically, just. You know, you, you got to be careful to be too uh, results-oriented uh, because I did look at basically every other game I picked and it was basically a misselection through the Super Contest specifically. Uh, most of the other games that I picked did win. It just happened that these ones specifically did not. Um, so as far as like the week, I felt like, you know, pretty average at I think overall it was like somewhere around like 50 50 for like all the games. Uh, but yeah, moving on. I, I, I don't dwell on the past too much. Last night took a hell, but not a bounce back. If there's one thing I know about you, it's you do not dwell on the past. 
Uh, there's, right. there's a few things I know about you, but that's number one. Uh, so I went four and one, which I'm obviously happy about. I'm disappointed that a few of those didn't make the co-entry because yeah. specifically 49ers and Broncos were both ones that we agreed on, but we didn't necessarily yeah. like the number. So one thing to that we should obviously think about is because we we didn't pick Broncos because we it was six and a half instead of seven. Do we not do we not like it at six and a half as much as we like like the Bears minus five and a half? You know what I'm saying? I totally agree with you. That was one of the takeaways I had as well. Like again, it's not like change everything that I've been doing and all the statistics that I've been looking at, but right. that's certainly a factor. Uh, because you're right, I, I did like those games the most were some of uh, the wins that I was just talking about that we that we just didn't happen to select. Uh, so it's just one of those things you can learn moving forward. Yeah, and that was like, uh, it was like an overcorrection correction from the last week because the week before that there were a, yeah. few, a few we didn't pick because of the lines and we ended up winning due to that. So it's like finding a happy medium. Ugh, I'm saying happy medium. I love this week. I know I said that two weeks ago, but Ooh. I do you not? I do to an extent. I think... Uh... We'll see where this goes. Cool. Uh, and then quick few other uh, housekeeping items. One, got the Minshew shirt you sent me. Unbelievable. Yeah. Dude, that thing oh, is... Oh, awesome. It yeah. is. That thing's sick. I had um, to do it myself. I was like, this is too cool. And if anyone wants to see it, you can follow me at Top Tier Picks. I think I tagged you at Smarter Picks. Uh, I did not put it on our Twitter handle combined at Better Coverage. Look at that. Just tying it all in. Um, but it's Minshew on a... Is he on a horse? What's he on? Uh, he's, he's on a Jaguar. He's on a Jaguar. Oh, my God. He's not on a Bronco. He's on a, yeah, I know. Um, and he's shirtless. He has a about an eight-pack. I don't know what he's holding. <laughs> See, you would think in your head, you're like, why don't you have the shirt in front of you to reference it right now? The reason Wait, for why that... Why are you not wearing it? There's, there's, there's one big reason for that. The thing smells insane. Yeah, it's like I've I've, <laughs> I've bought <laughs> I've bought shirts like this before. I don't I I have some ideas like certain websites you got it from, but it's not oh, yeah. from like an American Eagle or an NFL.com. dot com. It is Obviously it's not. from somewhere else, probably not Back. in Chicago. Yeah, and it smelled like I don't know iodine or bleach or I opened it up yeah. and I was like, holy crap! And I put it in this in my closet and I I swear to God I fell asleep. And I woke up an hour later, and my entire room smelled like it. So since then, it's been in the corner uh, in my living room, like under some blankets. I should just do laundry. That's that's the solution. But uh, uh, That's honestly what I did right away, is just put it in my laundry basket. But once that thing's washed, it is. That thing's gold. I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it Sunday for sure. There you go. And then finally, I just wrote this because we're in week six. And this is why I love this week specifically, is because I think there's just tons of opportunity for overreactions to one yeah. one week um so i i tweeted this out earlier and put it on instagram that nfl teams are rarely as good or bad as they looked in their previous game use last week as a reference point but not the main reasoning for your picks this week so like i was looking at the browns we'll, we'll get into that game but like after that game i i literally forgot that they beat the ravens the week before in baltimore yeah. it's just it's just one of those yeah. things that you're just like your brain just, it's what happened recently. 
So because of that, you can you can find a lot of value in in some of these some of these lines. Totally agree. Doesn't mean you should pick them. Uh, right. I, I don't know if you saw. I was talking to someone commented on yeah, on Instagram, it. but it, it's basically like don't don't use that as definitely. Don't use it. Yeah. You know, it's a factor in your decision. Yeah, a lot of people are just looking at last week and aren't considering the first f- four weeks of the, the NFL season. We have to rant because of last week. Uh, get, oh get something out of your system. What do you got? You know what really grinds my gears? Um, so, so it's funny. We were, we were talking about how like how great flying is. And I realized like half of my rants have been about traveling. The yeah. process of flying is terrible. Actually, like being on the flight is awesome. Uh, I might have, yeah. I might disagree with you here, but keep going. Really? Depending uh, on where you're going. That is, that is definitely true. No, so, no, not like not traveling no, where you're okay. going, like you, where where your well, that's arguments. A too, yeah, people are like super happy going to Vegas and Hawaii, whatever. But you're right. Anyway, if you want to see, you know, humans at their absolute lowest. Yep. You should just experience like traveling on a regular basis um, because people are just so absurd about everything. Um, so one that happened to me recently, um, so this is when you're putting your carry-on bag through the machines for TSA to basically like go through the scanners and look at everything. Yep. Um, so then you walk through, you go through the scanner, you're fine. Uh, you're waiting for your bag to like come down the line. Um, and somebody... This inevitably happens like every single time I travel will like try to jump in front of me, like to get their bag as if it's somehow possible that their bag will magically come out of there. Like before mine, <laughs> even though I put it first, like yep. what, what in your brain thinks that's like somehow possible? Like, obviously I'm going to have to get through and then I'm like, uh, yeah, I got to grab that. And they're like, Oh, sorry. Like, obviously you know, there's people in this little area, like, waiting for their bags, and they were clearly in front of you. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm going with it. So, it I, again, it's more so, like, the processes. So, like, all this stuff, the actual, like, boarding processes and stuff like that, this is crazy. But flying is great. Once, once you're doing it, yeah, all yeah. the things you spoke to. Yeah, every every trip I go, anytime I go to the airport, it's like a study of humanity. It's like, right. what? Like, I know it's a stressful situation. You're about to get on a flying aircraft. You got to get there on time. But everyone's got to chill out. Like, you just got to take, you got to take a breath. My dad, Steve Morris, he he's the nicest man you'll ever meet. You get him to an airport, this man's a maniac. He is 40, he is... A hundred yards in front of his whole family, just walking at a pace I've never seen yeah. him walk yeah. at. Um, that's, that, that's what that's what dads do. That is what dads do. So where I thought you were going, um, which I was going to disagree with, is that I think we have this shit down in terms of we don't have to leave four hours before to the airport anymore, which a lot no. of people are still doing. Yeah, it's like I'm leaving. I'm I'm cutting it close every time, and I'm not worried. I'm every just single time. every single time I get to the the gate like 20 minutes before we board and i usually have you know some delicious food in my hand i mean they're the the airport food game stepping it up too so let's just keep traveling and everyone should calm down yeah what do you what do you got i got uh so i don't know when this started it's also another thing with like you know just human beings being in a mass place together uh specifically 
grocery stores is what I'm talking about. I don't know who started this trend or why it's continuing, but why do we, if you're talking to someone in the grocery store that's a stranger, it's a whisper. You say, excuse me, it's always, excuse me. Or if you're trying to grab something, it's like, I I gotta grab that really quick. I don't know why we have to keep whispering at the grocery store. I find myself doing it because it's just a trendy thing. Um, If you're going to a grocery store, everyone whispers. And I think we should just talk out loud and we should be proud to say, excuse me, say, I need that Campbell soup. Um, We don't need to whisper at the grocery store anymore. Yeah, turn up the volume. Turn up the volume. Get into it. Let's do it. Thursday night, Giants, Patriots, Patriots minus 17 at home. Can someone just fix the schedule and have Patriots play a good team? Because this this is getting out of control. Uh, (laughs) Giants, Patriots, I got battle of the, this isn't a battle. Not a battle at all. Yeah, uh, not a battle. The action's about split. Over-under is 41. The The line of that 41 keeps getting lower due to numerous factors. One being that the under in the Patriots games are 5-0 and this season because their defense has been just ridiculous. And then also, you know what I'm going to talk about, weather. There is uh, some inclement weather coming. A lot of wind. Uh, I think there might be some rain. So Giants, they have a plethora of injuries. Saquon, Wayne Gallman, Russell Shepard, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, all are either out or questionable. They got a rookie QB. Giants D couldn't stop the Vikings passing or rushing. And then Patriots, they covered last game after a slow start. And then I'm just going to rant off like I usually do. Patriots stats that are just ridiculous. Oh, They're 40-17-2 against the spread in their last 59 home games. Yep. Of the last 18, they're 14 and 4. They're 39 and 18 against the spread in their last 57 games as a favorite. 8 and 1 against the spread in their last 9 as 14 plus favorites. I can keep going. It just, it's just all these stats are in their favor when it seems like they shouldn't cover, they do. So when I'm looking at this game, I, I'm actually thinking all these factors that usually you would bet on the underdog actually for me make me want to bet the, bet the Patriots more. The weather, yes, it's a huge 17-point favorite, but for me, that's just like the Giants will not be able to score the ball. They're allowing 6.8 points per game. 6.8. What this all game, this game comes down to me. There's so many factors. It's a short week, Thursday night game, bad weather. So it's all going to come down to Belichick versus whoever the Giants coach is. I don't even know. Um, So all of that for me is just like I don't see the Giants having a shot and I, I would, I'm going to bet the Patriots myself um, would be willing to put them in the the pick'em for our combined pick. My only issue is there's a few games that I want to wait on. So if we pick this yeah. one, we'd have to put yeah. it in right away. Uh, but I do like the Patriots here. I feel so similar. I mean, you know, top two, bottom two. I'm never betting against the Patriots. Uh, I could definitely. Uh, get on board with betting with the Patriots. I'm, I'm with you, though. I just want to go through the full slate first, but this is definitely one that um, is in con- contention for me. As far as that um, stat you were speaking to you uh, with the Giants, it could be in regards to uh, the Giants' defense themselves. So they are the third worst in the league as far as yards per game with 409. Um, so things are not looking too hot for them. 
um, with the Patriots team that um, outside of like one week has put out some pretty crazy numbers. Um, and the Patriots against spread stats are just absolutely nuts. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm on board with pretty much everything you said. Cool. And the other thing, on. the other thing is that uh, what makes me want to bet on it more is that the the public still hasn't turned the corner on the Patriots. Even though they covered last week, they saw them down seven zero right away. And this yeah. game's about split 50-50, which you're not going to find in a, a Patriots game all that often. So another reasoning to – it's not necessarily square play is what I'm saying. Cool. Texans-Chiefs, battle of real people. Anything there? Battle of real people. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> these aren't fantasies. These aren't animals. Yeah, I get it. These are people somewhat walking around us. Over under is yeah, 55. Sure. Early action was on the Texans. Uh, moved the line from minus 7 to minus 5.5. The offensive line for the Texans finally protected Watson, and he threw for 426 yards and 5 TDs versus the Falcons. Yeah. But let's not forget that he was sacked 18 times before this game. For me, this is all a game about what happened last week versus what happens in the full season. Everyone saw the Chiefs versus the Colts, who really didn't do anything, but they only had the ball for 22 minutes. I think the way you beat the Chiefs is these long, sustained drives that the Colts are really good at. They have a lot of like four or five yard passing plays, get to third and short, and then execute. Something I don't necessarily think the Texans are capable of. They are big. They have these big plays. Uh, before last week, they really didn't have that many, but then they just actually absolutely exploded against the the Falcons. So the Chiefs are 8 and 3 against the spread at home after an app against the spread loss. Only issue here is any pending injury concerns. I don't know if Mahomes is all right, tweaked his ankle. Yeah. That's what worries me, but I, I don't think you're going to I think this line you're not going to get value at minus 4.5. I don't think any other time in the year for the Chiefs. So I'm I'm going to bet the Chiefs here for that reason, and I just think it's a good spot for them to come back after losing at home, and everyone saw the the Texans just drop whatever fifty five points or something like that. Yeah, I was kind of indifferent on this one, crazy, crazily enough. Um, this is a scenario again where I'm not going to bet against the Chiefs, uh, but it feels like a weird spot to me. Um, I agree with you. Yes, the public saw them struggle at home, but I don't. I don't think that changes the perception of uh, what the Chiefs have been doing weeks one through four. Yeah. Um. It. It seemed. Uh, I don't know. Like part of it to me is kind of screaming like injury to me, and something is a little bit worse than it is. Um. That, that's the only thing like holding me back here. Yeah, I have that weird feeling too. I don't know why. It's just once that happened, and I think it was already tweaked before that, there was just yeah. kind of shut down there, from there. There was. Seahawks-Browns, Battle of the Brains. I put that because I feel like Wilson and Baker wouldn't be friends. Um, I feel like they're completely different people. Wilson seems like this very smart nice man that I'd want to I don't know I want to do anything with him Baker I feel like I, I don't want to take him out all the time you know I want to I want to be
be with him when I'm around my friends I trust, but I, he's he's kind of a wild card, you know? Yeah, wild card. Wild card. Overrunners 47, Publix all over the Seahawks here. Uh, Seahawks had a tough loss versus the Rams, which that was a game that like just I was glad I didn't bet on it because both teams were just playing really good. Uh, that was Thursday night, I believe, so Seahawks have a, a little extra rest. One, one by one. one. They won by one. Did I say lost? Yes. Yes, one by one. So I was looking at Thursday night games just thinking about against the spread these teams that have a longer week to rest after that game, and so far they're 6-2 and two against the spread, teams that played Thursday night and then uh, the games the following week. So I think something just to keep an eye on. It makes sense. They have longer, uh, yeah. more time to prepare. Browns, I, when I saw that they were two and three, I was like, are they? I thought they were one and four. You know, do they just seem like they're doing way worse than they actually are? Got this. Yeah, destroyed by the 49ers. But if you rewatch that game, there were, there were hints of hopes. Like it was 14 three before that interception at the, what, yeah. the like 10 yard line or something. Um, but not to say that can't happen again. That OBJ fumble. I don't. What? What was that? I don't know what that he was, was doing. Awful. That was one of those yeah. that you're just like, what? You, you're gonna fumble, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Chubb still running the ball really well. So this is one that just don't forget the Browns did beat the Ravens the week before, forty-three to thirteen. Yeah. Um, and then, but they also the week before that got crushed by the Titans. And then uh, I just think it's a massive week for the Browns. They have a bye week coming up after this. They're short home dog getting only like 20% of the money. But do you want to bet against Russell Wilson, who's 6-2 and two against the spread in October? So I... I uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of those... I, I have to call it out. That's one <laughs> of those stats that's just totally useless to me. October's a good month, man. There's close. All right. I lean the Browns here. I I don't. It's just a good spot in turn. If you're looking at like team that just got embarrassed on national television, they really need this game. But I don't. I I've been wanting to bet on the Seahawks all year, and I haven't. They're four and one or two and three against the spread. But the two I wanted yes. to, they covered. So I I could pull the trigger on the Browns, but I just the Seahawks team with extra rest, and you're really looking at Wilson versus Baker. Who do you want to bet on there? I see this as a bounce back. You know, it's it's funny being in Seattle, just hearing some of the comments like, "What? It's it's a one point five spread." Right. Um, where the people here obviously just cannot believe that. Obviously, that's super super biased. Um, but yeah, I, I lean to the Browns as well. Uh, but feel similar. Like, there's probably some other spots that I would prefer. Um, but I do like the fact that. Um, there's a little bit of a lopsided record from um, their straight-up records, um, which definitely has an impact um, just from you know the casual better just kind of looking at these very, very basic statistics that just so happen to get printed on the back of these sheets that people are looking at in sports books. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, lean towards the Browns, but... Um, I think we're probably going to prefer some other games, but we can keep it as maybe. You know this game's in October, right? I, I, I'm aware it's in October. Right. What, what's his record the uh, <laughs> middle of October? Uh, October 13th through 24th, he is 
Four and sure, one. Sure, Four sure, and one. Sure, sure. Okay, Eagles, Vikings, Battle of the Bald. Okay. What is <laughs> I don't you feel like most Vikings have like shaved heads or Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. You know the A lot of them have like tattoos on their skulls and stuff. Yeah. I mean since since you bring it up and you know I love the Vikings, man, they just came out with the trailer. It looks good. We're back on the actual television show? Yeah, we were for a minute, but we can keep going. What what season are we on? Oh my god, I don't even know. There's been so many. Alright. I'll try to jump into that. There's just a lot, a lot of options out there. Um, over under is 44. The public's all over the Eagles. Uh, this one is this one's strange because we keep talking about how Vikings show up against bad teams and not prime time games. Yep. So this necessarily isn't a prime time game. Uh, it's a noon start, and it but it is against the Eagles, who had a comeback win against the the skins and they lost to the falcons blah 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 but then they had that big win against the packers so it's like are the eagles back um but the vikings at home even though they're only a three-point favorite they are a favorite so i know this is an october stat it's a real stat they're nine and one their last games as a favorite and since 2014 they're 29 12 and one against the spread at home so it's like they they just show up at home they have a balanced offense, excellent defense. I would lean the Vikings here. Uh, the Eagles just, they they do scare me. They're a team I, I want to get on at some point. I just don't know if they're there yet. Yeah, I'm pretty indifferent on this game. I have to say, as soon as you're like, yeah, 29-12-1 against the spread at home, I could, I could just see you blowing the Vikings horn pregame. So annoying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I'm pretty indifferent on this one. I would say, like, if, if I had to, I lean towards the Eagles, but I, I could flip-flop either way. I would, I would say this game is not um, one of my favorites. I think it's a pretty fair spread for the most part. Cool. Bengals-Ravens, battle of mediocre mascots. They could have picked a better animal <laughs> across the board, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to remember, this was so long ago, right? So, like, you know, people weren't creative and stuff as far as, like, sports teams. <laughs> really in general, I guess. I mean, I mean yeah, for the most part. Sometimes. Early monies, public and sharps on the Bengals. This is one of those just a a bad opening line. It's It opened yep. at 9, and then both the public and sharps pushed that up to 11. Money just all over, all over the Ravens. Bengals, not much to say. They're 0-5 straight up, 2-3 and against the spread. They've been, I wrote terrible at first, but they have had some close losses uh, in away games versus Seattle and Buffalo. They just can't seem to finish any games. They're last place in rushing defense overall. And then, yeah, the Ravens, their defense sort of finally showed up. If the previous two games, they had given up 500 plus, plus yards. Yeah. Um, but they were playing a, a Steelers team who they had a backup quarterback after one of the just most ridiculous scenarios I've seen in a while. I thought he was, I thought he was oh, done. Oh my God. That was that like, was so oh man, I didn't, that was like, is he, is he done for, for, for a good amount of time? Yeah. And then seeing like he's practicing. Are you crazy? Yeah. 
he seriously looked like he was dead. But anyway. Did you see when he stood up and he he said to one of the linebackers, I'm fine? He whispered it and <laughs> yeah. the linebacker turned around and was just like, no, you, no, no. you are not. No, no, you are not. Um, we can laugh now because he's he's yeah, good. he's alive. Not laughing yeah. at concussions or anything, just right. that. So if I'm looking at an angle here, it's that like the Ravens could look at this as a game to finally get back and just yeah. cl- click offensively and do whatever they can to, to feel good and destroy the, the Bengals. I'll probably look at the over because the Bengals will want to pass the ball and Ravens can't really stop the pass right now, and then the Ravens should be able to do whatever they want on offense. But, I don't know. Ravens minus 11 is a, it's a, it's an interesting line. Yeah, so, so it's funny. I, I felt pretty similar. Um, I definitely lean towards the Ravens, too. And at first, I was thinking, man, 11 points, the only way I'd take that many is if it was the Patriots or the Chiefs. Then I started looking into it more. Um, the Ravens are first in points per game at 32 points you, which is pretty crazy. Um, and sure, a lot of that was skewed from, um, I think it was their week one performance against Cardinals, but they've at least put 23 points up a game, um, which is pretty impressive. So despite the fact that they're um, three and two overall and one and four against the spread, um, I, I do think there's some possibility that they can cover this big of a spread. So I, I like the Ravens here. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. It, it. it could also be like one of these games that the Bengals are just done. Like this isn't a spot where they're like, we need to, we need to win this game. That That's over. Yeah. They, yeah. I don't know. I mean, re- remember the Ravens destroyed the Dolphins, whatever, a hundred to, to 10 or something. So, yeah, that's what I meant to say, actually. Let's, uh, let's, let's come back to that one, at least. Yep. Redskins, Dolphins, we don't... Should we just skip this? Yeah, what a waste of time. Yeah. If, 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 if you're gambling on this game, you're a gambler. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just seriously what it comes down to. Like, if, <laughs> if you were mad about the outcome of your bet on this game, you're just doing the wrong thing. Both of these teams have done nothing right. And that's pretty much all we have to say about it. The only thing, if people are looking for an angle, I've never seen a winless team plus three and a half at home against a winless team. Yeah, totally. I, I think I said this last week, when, when there's two bad teams, I always take the points. That's yeah. it. And just fantasy-wise, if you're looking to throw someone in daily fantasy into a tournament, I think you could throw in uh, Adrian Peterson here. Just because the Redskins had yep, new yep. new coach is just like we're gonna try to run the ball and uh, Man, he was pissed too. Yeah, he's always pissed, but yeah. Who? Adrian. Oh yeah, he sweat. Yeah. He sweats a lot too. Yeah. But they yeah. show him Met pregame, him and he is. Met him once. He's a great guy. Was he sweating? Uh, he was not. He was not sweating. What was he doing? Um, he was at a party, looking pretty cool. You went to a party with Adrian Peterson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll table that for another day. Wow. I feel like I want to spend more time on this game, but uh, <laughs> we will move on. All right. Uh, soon to be sponsor. Who you got? Um, this is a shout out to you. Well, it's kind of 
soon to be sponsored, but also with a rant inside of it. So are you putting but, two in? Are you putting two in one? You can go all no, at once. No, I'm not because I have a separate one too. But got it. Uh, NFL Sunday's ticket is just so great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't even have Direct TV, but I do have Sunday Ticket via streaming, which yep. is the greatest thing ever from largely a mobile perspective where you can pretty much watch anything on the go and Xfinity I hate you <laughs> um, you, you can't watch the things that you pur- so they do have basically Xfinity stream which is the ability to stream on your phone or you know iPad whatever when you're not at your house but Red Zone is always blocked every NFL game is always blocked um, so I hate you, Xfinity. Uh, NFL Sunday Ticket. Yeah, let's go. Shout out to Sunday Ticket and uh, Xfinity. Let's get it together. They got that that key next to all the games you want to watch. It's like, this shit's locked. You're not going to watch yeah. it. But you're like, this is the, the only game no I want to watch. Into, no integration into NFL Network app for Red Zone. They're, they're just messing up all over the place. They don't get it. Let's just say, but as well, we're living in a good time. Like we had, oh, totally. We had the watching games. We on had the brutal situation. Oh, oh yeah, on planes. That's we're watching things. Air, like I love flying now. It's excellent. Unbelievable. You get everything. They're like, you want to watch a movie? You want to watch a TV show? We'll give you alcohol, internet, have it. This is it's great. Um, right. But where was I going with that? Oh, that the, the 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 Sunday slate was eight hundred games at noon, which was frustrating. But I just yeah. had like fifteen screens going. Um, but even that—that's I know you're not a believer of this, and I shouldn't be either. But I was just like, with this many games going on at once, it was just so overwhelming. I, it just didn't feel right. Ugh. It was. Just, it I was, loved every second of it. I was having. We could. There were certain points we were zero and five, and there were certain points we were five and zero. Yeah. And going into the fourth quarter, that was just like, my heart can't take that. So I got Lime Wheels, Bird Jump, Veo Ride, whatever scooter system, you name it. I I am yeah. all in on these scoots, man. I know there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of beef out there. People are like, you're just, you're littering the city. You're putting these scooters wherever you want. No, we're not. We're parking them pretty nicely. And they get you wherever you want it to go. And you're on a motorized vehicle, and I've probably rode close to 200 rides so far. And yeah. my feeling that I get, if I get on one tomorrow, will be the same feeling I got the first time I rode it. It's just, I can't believe this is happening. This is great. It's unreal. It's so fun. It costs like $2 to get wherever you want. And, and I, hope I don't hit a pothole and die. I have perfected the pothole situation it's all about bending <laughs> you just got to bend those knees you got to live with it you got to go with the flow you see those potholes coming coming you bend the knees it's great um so i hope we get to keep these because they are they're game changer interesting to see when when they're going to cut them off i don't know what the winter situation is but hopefully we can ride scooters as long as until things are flying and stuff uh then we'll probably switch it up Panthers Bucks. I got Battle of Deja Vu because didn't this game just happen? And don't the Panthers and Bucks play <laughs> literally like every two weeks? I feel like they're playing each other. Reminder. Yeah, it does feel like that. Yeah. So I had to look back. I was like, oh yeah, what happened in that game? That was the game I was in Vegas, and 
every every play someone was yelling at the team that they were rooting for because it was such an ugly game. This game's in London. Reminder, it's at eight thirty, which is frustrating. That is the best thing in the world. I said frustrating. frustrating. You said best thing. Oh my god. Well, I'm usually out. Are you kidding? I'm usually out late, and then I got to wake up. You know. Doesn't matter. I'm still a young gun. I still go out. When you're when you're giving yourself a four game slate, you know, as far as like back to back, what what? You're crazy. All right, I'll text you at eight a.m. See how you wait. What's going to be your yeah. time? Six. Six. Six six thirty. You're a like psycho. That. I haven't woke up that early since like World Cup O two or something. Yeah, right. Anyway, over under forty seven and a half. The Sharps jumped on the Panthers early. I think it opened at pick. Now it's uh, all the way to Panthers minus two and a half. Panthers three and two against the spread. Three and two straight up. They had a tough win against the Jaguars. We talked through that. They had that strip sack fumble on Minshew to yeah. go twenty one seven, and then. Uh, the Jaguars came back and it was really a close game, except for McCaffrey is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Some of those play you can't, you can't tackle the man. He's an animal. And it's like, there were times that the defender would stop and just look at him like, what are you going to do? And then he would just make him fall down. So shout out to McCaffrey, Kyle Allen, helping turn the season around. He is three and oh, since, uh, becoming the starting quarterback. Bucks had a letdown game against the Saints. I tried to talk you off of that one, but Ugh. yeah, that was an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. But their rush defense is still incredible. It's, I think they're number one in terms of yeah. uh, against the rush. Pass defense can give up a bunch of points. So when looking at this game, it seems like a pretty similar matchup for uh, for the Bucks in terms of they're going after another good running back are they going to be able to stop McCaffrey so if they can stop the run it could cause some issues but McCaffrey is McCaffrey so I know they stopped Gurley for only 28 yards Kamara for 62 yeah. but I don't know this guy's this guy's ridiculous Tampa I Bay nailed it. I think that's the theme of this one uh, they stopped the number two and three guys so we'll see if they can stop the number one uh, I, I like the Bucks in this one I haven't uh, definitively chosen it, but um, it's definitely up there in the running for me. Um, and we'll just keep going through the rest of the games here. Yeah, Bucks seem like a team that just are they're just back and forth, you know. Yeah, exactly. Streaking. Saints Jags. I love this game. Battle of the backups. Damn. You do not love it. I said Sam. Oh, I they said damn. All right, let's see if we're on the same side. Battle of the backups. Bridgewater Minshew. I uh, didn't write the over-under here. Do you know what it is? 44.5. Pretty low. Early action, 78% on the Saints. The Saints exposed the Bucks after beating the Cowboys, so they have two impressive home wins. Here's a stat I was going to mention last week, and I, I just forgot to. Bridgewater is 25-7 and against the spread as a starting quarterback. That is pretty wild. That's a real stat. A lot of separation in those games. Yeah. We talked about the Jags game. Uh, but regardless, Minshew, Chark, and Fournette are still rolling. This is about can their defense get back on track. Uh, they had let up 34 versus the Panthers, 24 versus the Broncos, uh, but they do have 12 sacks in their previous two games, so if they can get to Bridgewater, that's huge for me. Bridgewater's uh, 20th at the position when he's getting rushed, so he's he has a 35% completion rate when he's under pressure. So for me, it feels like a game that's similar to the Panthers matchup, for the Jags, but this is at home for them. 
and I think you're getting value at one, one and a half. The, the public's all over the Saints. I just think it's a great spot for the Jags as a short home dog. Everyone just saw the Saints win two, but those are at home. You're going to hot weather. You know how much I love weather. Um, I think weather if, the, if the Jags can get to Bridgewater, I think I think they, they got a good shot. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I'm on the Jags too. I like, I like this pick a lot. Um, I, I definitely agree with you defensively, but also uh, Leonard Fournette is averaging 5.4 yards per carry as well as 102 yards per game. Um, he's basically third in rushing for pretty much every statistic behind uh, basically um, Delvin Cook and McCaffrey. Uh, I, I like the Jags in this one for sure. Cool. Falcons, Cardinals. Easy one. Battle of the Birds. Kaka. Cardinals, plus two and a half. Kaka, plus two and a half at home. Over-under is 51 and a half, which makes sense. Uh, most of the money's on the Falcons right now. Falcons are a scary one and four team. Um, yeah. I don't know if I necessarily want to bet against them, but they've just proven over and over again they cannot stop turning the ball over. They can't finish games. They just got rocked by the Texans. And let me just reiterate, they're now 0-15 against the spread in their last 15 against AFC opponents. That's just out of control. Um, But they're averaging still 313 passing yards per game. They're still clicking to an extent on offense. It's just like, can they score? Finally, they scored last week, but then the Texans were like, you know, we're going to score a lot more than you. And then the Cardinals pulled out a victory against the winless Bengals. The thing with the Cardinals is they could be all right if they could score in the red zone. They just keep having these drives and then can't punch it in. Yeah. So the Falcons should be able to pass the ball. I would assume all over the Cardinals, their defense is terrible. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm going to bet the over here. I don't know if I want to put money or a, a pick on either of these teams. I'd agree. I'd, I would lean towards the Falcons. The one, like notable for me with the Falcons is um, Matt Ryan's number two in terms of passing yards. He's number three in terms of passing TDs. He's number three in terms of passing completion percentages. So he is not the problem. Right. Um, except when he except when he's turning the ball over randomly. But he's getting sacked right. and under he, pressure. He so. definitely has had some turnovers, but a lot of it to your point has been the pressure. Um the Cardinals, man, it, it, man, I, I was a believer early on. And I'm struggling to believe now. Um, yeah, they beat a terrible team last week, but uh, it's hard for me to get on board at this point. Um, so, yeah, I, this isn't my favorite game, but I would lean towards the Falcons. You're on the over, though? You like that? Yep. Sweet. Love the over. All right. yep. Don't look at the next game on the sheet. If you already did. Uh, yeah, just, I did. Damn. Did you did you already look at the numbers? No. Okay, so look away. I got Battle of the Boys. I'm talking about the boys, Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, the head coaches, because these yeah. are just two young men that are doing what we all want to do. They're head coaches of an NFL football team. Do you know yeah. how old Sean McVay is, head coach of the Rams? Uh, thirty-seven. He's thirty-three. Oh my god! The man is thirty-three. <laughs> we could be head coaches That's right awesome. now. What did we do? What did we do wrong? How did he get? That's that's great. Kyle Shanahan's thirty nine. Just two, two guys killing it. What are you gonna say? Over unders fifty and a half. Rams were minus three. 
Early money slightly on the 49ers. We all know the 49ers have that massive Monday night game. Coming off a bye, they destroy the Browns. They're this strange team where their running game looks incredible, and it's not because of one person. They got like three, four people in the backfield that can do it. And they're averaging now 31.8 points per game, which is out of control. But let's not forget their wins are against Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and the Browns. Rams, on the other hand, are coming off that that close loss versus the Seahawks. Was that a close? Yeah, close loss. Oh, yeah. One point. Close as it gets. They have extra rest. So this I am going to look, because it's not the Seahawks and the other games I like to spot for the Browns, I like to spot for the Rams here. And looking at that extra week, um, the public just saw the 49ers roll. The Rams are only laying three at home. I'm worried about their defense. They've been struggling this whole year. So against a team that's averaging 31, 32 points a game, that worries me. But I do see a lot of value in the Rams only minus three. I I think it's good you don't get that hook at three and a half. game. I think it's, it's going to be a fun game to watch, but a difficult game to bet on. Um, I can see it going either way. I lean towards the 49ers personally. Um, this is probably just not a game I want to touch. Um, two very, very uh, evenly matched teams. All right, move on. Yeah. Cowboys Jets, uh, Battle of the Different Eras. Yeah, I get it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> over unders 43, Publics all over the Cowboys here, for good measure. For good measure? That's I would have to say something before that. For good reasons. Cowboys, yeah. uh, Dallas has been up and down, had an awful first half versus the Packers, like, that's as bad as the first half as you can get, and then they tried to come back. Um, but there's not a lot you can take out of that. It's like, what kind of defense was the Packers playing? The teams they beat, Giants, Redskins, Dolphins. Then they were shut down by the Saints. And then the J- the Jets, the Jets have Sam Darnold back. Uh, an interesting look at this game is that, like, think about all the quarterbacks that struggled early on in the season because they really didn't get their legs under them, and kind of get used to the system and just playing again. Let's not forget that Sam Darnold's only played one game, so it's not like he's going to come back and the Jets are going to be explosive necessarily. Sure. And the Cowboys can cover against bad teams. Uh, initial thought was Jets. It just seemed like a a spot for the for the Jets. They got a, the quarterbacks back. Um, seven's a, a big number at home. But then it could also be a get-right game for the Cowboys, similar to the Ravens, like... But the Ravens are at home, so Cowboys on the road, but they've only beat bad teams, so I'm kind of talking myself out of it. I guess I just lean Dallas. I don't necessarily like this game. Uh, I definitely lean towards the Jets. I like the Jets uh, quite a bit, actually. Ooh. Um, a, a lot of it comes down statistically. I like the fact that they're a home dog. Um, this is one of, those, one of the few games on the slate this week that um, is very lopsided and in terms of records, so the Cowboys are three and two straight up. Uh, Jets are currently home and four straight up, and the Cowboys are three and two against the spread versus Jets being one and three against the spread. Uh, these are typically those scenarios, you know, kind of to your uh, one of your opening comments of uh, you know just kind of using 
uh, past games as a reference point. I, I think the line is a little bit skewed because of this. Um, I think in other circumstances, it probably wouldn't be as high. Um, I like the Jets at home with seven. But doesn't this fall under your betting against betting for a team that's one of the, the worst in the league? It does, but I think it's different to an extent because of the backup quarter, quarterback situation. Yeah. Um, so I get it. You know, Sam Darnold is not this crazy experienced elite quarterback, but he is their best option. I had a joke about experienced and mono, and I didn't go for it. So Yeah, there's always something with mono. Yeah, there is. It's an easy target. So let's. You're you're on. You're probably on Jets. I don't. I don't want to touch this. Most likely. Titans. Broncos. Broncos. Minus two at home. That was one we should have. I I put that in my contest. That was just a. I. I that was just a great spot for the Broncos. It was a. They needed that game. Oh and four straight up needed that, and then the the Chargers are a team that. That was just a classic scenario where they they always didn't show up. Spot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, over-under for this one's 39, which I think makes sense. I, I'm going to bet the under here. Brock was our team that, that win by playing good defense and running the ball. Um, and then last week they finally put the uh, everything together and showed up against the Chargers. And even when they turned the ball over, the, the defense was able to, to shut Rivers down. Titans, like I keep saying, just no consistency. I never have any idea what they're going to do. And if I'm looking at a way to bet on, well, that's what we're doing. It's the point of this podcast. Winning, for me, obviously winning's contagious. They won one. Now uh, they're at home only only minus two. If you're going to beat the Titans, I think that's the way to do it with defense and a, a solid running game. So I, I would lean Broncos, but probably just going to place the under. I like the Broncos quite a bit. Um, I see their defense shutting down Derrick Henry and then the Titans pretty much doing absolutely nothing. Um, their offense has been bad. Uh, 27th in the league as far as yards per game at 307. You say their defense um, is in bad? The Titans offense has been bad. Been bad. Got it. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Broncos... I believe got their first takeaway last week, which is just crazy to even think about. Hey, yo. Um, see, a, see a lot more of that happening. Um, you know, it's funny you put the, the winning is contagious thing. Um, I see that being a factor. I definitely like the fact that they're a small, uh, short favorite at home. Mm-hmm. Um, Titans have left a little bit of a Salty taste, I suppose. Uh, but I like the Broncos in the spot here. Cool. Yeah, like I said, I lean them. I just, if it was any other team that had the exact same situation the Titans did, I would go Broncos. I just, I never know yeah. what the Titans are going to do. Understood. So, Sunday night, Steelers, Chargers, Battle of the Sparks. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Over under is forty one. The action is split. Uh, this all comes down to Steelers quarterback is Devlin Hodges. I know we have that new quarterback situation, so line could be inflated either way. But I, I honestly have no idea who this guy is or what he's capable of. 
I do know Tomlin yeah. is 30 and 17 as an underdog. Something to consider. I, so they're they're going to find a way to make a game plan that works for their quarterback, whatever he's capable of. And then the Chargers, again, like the like the Titans are a team I, I, I just am never sure what they're going to do. Um, they continuously turn the ball over and then just drive down the field. And then I still don't get how Rivers is able to throw the ball the way he is. It looks so hard. It looks like how I would throw a football. I can't even call it like overhand or side side yeah. Like what? What is that? I think he like asked for a heavier football, and then I don't know. Um, I lean Steelers for the the coaching situation and just relying on the fact that Tom will be able to to come up with with a game plan. Like I said, but let's not forget that they're one and four straight up, but they are three and two against the spread. So. He's not necessarily winning, but he's keeping it close. Uh, Sunday night, uh, this is just this is just an odd game. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. There's actually a chance that Mason Rudolph plays, which is absolutely crazy. And I'm, I'm not betting on a guy that almost died. <laughs> uh, I, I really hope he doesn't play because I don't see how you could not still have an effect from what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm this, sorry. this is a weird spot for sure. I mean, everything like statistically, data wise, tells me Steelers, but um, it's just too big of an unknown factor. And as far as uh, the QB changes, I think it cancels out when you get to your third quarterback. Uh, yeah. Things start to change <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, the numbers, the numbers kind of don't add up from there. Yeah. Um, the Mason Rudolph thing, I didn't even consider that. For me, it's like you you got to sit out a few games after that. You practiced today. <laughs> That's one of those like in soccer you get hit like in the stomach and you, the wind gets like knocked out of you and everyone thinks you're dead for a bit because you can't breathe. You have right. to come out for a bit just because you just caused a scene. You, just, you, you were just wailing, breathing. Like out of respect, you have to sit out this game. I mean, yeah, it is. Just 30 for 30 will be something. But Lions Packers, just battle of the North, straight up. This is yeah. this is a I I'm super pumped for this game. Monday night, I think Lions are one of the teams that's flying under the radar. They're three and one against the spread, two one and one totally. straight up. Very solid defense. They finally have a running game. They're top fifteen in pass and rushing offense, so finally have a balance there and uh coming off a of bye. And then Packers are similar in a way that they're winning games not like they usually do. They've found a running game. Yeah. Um, like I tweeted I, out I, that that Rodgers only had, I think, seven fancy points, and they scored, what, like 40 points or something like that? Uh, so this is one where it's like, like – go ahead. I said this like back in week three. Isn't this the least you've heard from a Packers team? That's Absolutely. One? Yeah. It's because people just want Rodgers to be this insanely elite quarterback, which he is. He's just they're but just you're they're not just, they're just much about this team. Yeah, they're just playing they're playing differently, so people are just not paying attention as much. Totally. Um I think this line's inflated a bit and it's definitely a nice spot for the Lions coming up up of by just yeah. every single stat against Looking at Rodgers in prime time is he just shows up in these games. So it's one of those scenarios similar to the Patriots for me. Um, 
but I mean the, the the spot is just incredible for the Lions here. I totally agree with you, and I, I had the same feeling. Like, wow, am I really going to do this and bet against Aaron Rodgers on a on a Monday night game? And I decided, yes, I am. You did because uh, that that's what we did with the Eagles, and we were right that time around. Should we get uh, over ourselves? So, uh, I'm I'm sticking against this one. Um, I, I'm taking the lines. So you're sticking with it. Sticking with it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, God, I hate betting against Rogers, but I mean, there's just it's just it's just good. It's a good spot. Let me see what the percentage is here. Yeah, sixty-five percent of the money on the pay, the Packers. So no, no surprise there. This is this is the part we obviously need to work on from from previous weeks. Hey, they're working. My feet are soaked, but my cups are bone dry. Everything's coming up millhouse. We we talked through our games. <laughs> we have we've talked about what we like and what we don't like. Yeah. Um, I actually wrote notes this time, so not relying on Same. you to to, to ramble it off, but. We like the no, pay- it's my fault. No, it's my fault Just for not. I mean, taking accountability. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing you yeah. should do always in life. And, but yeah, we like the Jags. Yes, okay. I, I think that's close to our number one. Plus, like, I just, I mean, I want to wear that shirt with with reasoning this weekend. Yeah. So that's going to be a great feeling. Let's let's do Lions. Uh, I mean, it's it's coming uh, around. No, I mean, we've won already yeah, against them. Yeah. We we just talked through it. It's every reason about the Lions here. Yep. Okay. Um, the games that we have leans on are Chiefs. We just talked about Browns. Would you say about Rams? You you don't like the Rams? No, not not particularly. All right. Let me. We do like the Ravens though. Uh, we did like the Ravens, yes. I I like that. I think that's a game that they just they go for it. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Sweet. I think we were we debating. have Broncos, Bucks, Browns, Patriots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you tell me what you think, but it sounded as if um, there was some pretty strong feel towards the Broncos. Or I yeah. guess that was more. More me, but the only re- my only reason against them was a, that the Titans are unpredictable. Jaguars, Lions, Ravens. Yep. Let's throw the Patriots in there. Yep, I was gonna say the same. Okay, Patriots, Ravens, Lions, Jags. I like all those picks. Same. <sighs> so then, Browns or Chiefs? Basically between. Um, I think it was Bucks, Browns, Broncos, Chiefs. Bucks, Browns. Which it, it doesn't sound like you're strong on, on the Broncos, and that's fine. Um, I I would probably steer away from the Bucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't like I don't like I don't like London. We already we already lost in a London game. I think we take the Chiefs. So do I. I feel like we would know by now, but the, our our worry is that there's something we just 
they're not yeah. going to tell us about, and he's just going to play it like 75% or something. Which is still fine. Yeah, true. Chief, okay. Chiefs, so, it, Chiefs it is? Yeah, Chiefs, Lions, Ravens, Jags, Patriots. Feel good. Uh, do you want to throw any uh, any over-unders in there? Um, for the D-Gen, partly? Yes. We like, I think we liked that over in the Falcons-Cardinals. We did. That one I like. It's a, it's a very high total. We are getting a bad line, too. Like, that was... Yeah. That number's jumped up. I like the under in Titans-Broncos. I do, too. Um, what about 49ers-Rams over? It's a high total, but I like it. Yep. And finally, what is your... What's your top pick? Your pick of the pick of the week. Minchumania. You're a jag boy. Yeah. You are a jag boy. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, I'm all in. I can see it. It's one of those I can just I can see the game happening. You know. Yeah. I can just. There's gonna be interceptions. There's gonna be fumbles. They might win twenty zero. What if they win twenty zero? Let's tweet that out. I'll mark my words. 20-0 Patriots. 20-0? Yes. That's a weird score. It's a weird game. I think it's more likely to be like 33-6, but sure. Okay, 33-6 Patriots. <laughs> Lock it. Lock it. Feeling good. Cool. Cool. Same.